Here's your cappuccino. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Coffee Protocol Podcast. Now that we have a couple of episodes from the farm side of the coffee talks, I thought, why not get an entire cycle completed? So the next person that I wanted to talk to, because this guy is a roaster. So I, I, my plan was to at least cover two or three roasters. Uh, as of now, I covered one, and then I have another couple of interesting episodes lined up. But yeah, this episode is with a roaster. And honestly, this episode could be titled as How to Become a Roaster. So, I mean, I'm sure you would have heard some amazing coffee names uh, in the last few months, post a lot lockdown for sure. Uh, he is from India. He's from Delhi and uh, Delhi, India. And uh, he has some interesting coffees. If you have heard the names like The Professor, Top Dog or Pinyanas, uh, Boss's Wife, Honey I'm Nuts, Fruit Bomb, then you know who I am talking about. Yeah, I mean, it's been an interesting episode. We were at basically Paji's place, the specialty coffee Paji. Uh, we did. I mean, we did taste some coffees for sure. And then we, I mean, he made us have some amazing espressos at his home. Some great food and obviously a lot of uh, talk around coffee. So this episode is, is about him. And yeah, I hope you guys really could understand how his journey went. I mean, I was I was really looking forward to having him on the episode purely because of his journey. I've seen him from starting into the coffee industry and now that he's one of the well-known roasters. Let's get to the podcast and let's listen to Paji's story. And yeah, thank you very much for listening to the podcast so far. I hope you guys are enjoying it. And I, and I hope that you guys keep enjoying it and I keep putting interesting content uh, in the podcast. If you do have any feedback or if you have any suggestions or something that I should or should not or probably cover something else please feel free to uh, text me on instagram barista bike uh, if you have my number you can text me if you don't just instagram or facebook or any of these things is okay so yeah that's my first uh, sip of coffee i get back to editing and let's finish this episode my name is bananda and I am the founder of Saverworks Roasters, accidental founder of Saverworks Roasters. How much money did you spend just on the learning side of it? Like an abrupt amount? I think I spent somewhere around... We are into a new episode uh, and obviously it's going to be an interesting episode. Uh, we're sitting with a very creative person. But if you have to give your introduction, how do you give your introduction? My name is Banander. Okay. And I'm the first Sadar to get into specialty coffee roasting. <laughs> this okay. was actually put 
This was actually made known to me by Sohas. Correct. Paji Bruce. Paji Bruce and specialty Sardar. Both Paul, Manohar Paul Correct. and Sohas gave me that name. Correct. Very kind of them too. Mm. And an accidental rooster, I okay. would say. Okay. Who was supposed to be like say something else. Uh-huh. But caught into roasting. Okay. But now enjoying what I'm doing. Okay. Nice. So your company is called as SaverWorks. Correct. Um, and you started this company when? We actually went live on 1st of April during the lockdown. Okay, that First is... week of the lockdown. Okay. We weren't supposed to go live at that moment, okay. honestly. Okay. Because we were waiting for our packaging. Okay. The packaging that goes out okay. these days. Okay. But then the lockdown happened and we were not supposed to go live till the lockdown was supposed to be lifted off. Okay. But then... They realize we are, we saw on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, and where are various other platforms mm-hmm. that people are complaining they are sh- like they don't have any coffees. Correct. Nobody, no roaster was giving out the coffees. Correct. And coincidentally or luckily, I had applied for an e-pass for Delhi. And that uh-huh. too on the second day of the lockdown. That was without any reason though. Okay. But I had an e-pass. Okay. So I realized since nobody is giving, why not launch now? Okay. At least people would have no option and order your coffee and if they like then you know. You might get a reorder. It w- and that was a master stroke I would say. Okay. That was, we couldn't have chosen any better time. I think lockdown was a blessing in disguise for us. <laughs> Makes sense. So I mean, so lockdown did turn out good for a lot of people and uh, definitely turned out amazing for you guys. Uh, so going back a little in the rewind. Uh, now this is this is amazing as an episode I'm already excited because so practically we have somebody who is not from a coffee family uh, totally different from coffee as a as a work experience and literally somebody who started as a roaster new and made a name for himself okay so where and how exactly did your journey start with coffee mm-hmm. It actually started with New Zealand, okay. to be honest. Yeah. I was supposed to migrate to New Zealand okay. permanently mm-hmm. and I was supposed to open up an ice cream parlor there. Okay. In New Zealand? In New Zealand. Okay. okay. So while I was waiting for my visa, to get my visa, mm-hmm. I came across a person who used to sell a Sono Fresco roaster. It's a fluid bed roaster. Okay. A very cheap roaster, just a 1kg roaster. Mm-hmm. So he told me, like he gave me ways how I can, you know, increase the sales for the, co- you know, my ice cream along with the coffee since they both go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, told me what else can be done, how you can, you know, set up a roaster, small roaster, 1kg roaster inside the parlor. Mm. And then you, you can start, you know, roasting your own coffee. Mm. So I did my own research, couple of months, started doing research and while that research was going on, hmm. my visa got rejected. For New Zealand? Yes, okay. it got rejected. Okay. But during that time I was so much into coffee and you know, that I thought turning back from here would be wasting my 2-3 months, 4 months that I have spent on that. Mm-hmm. And I have, since I have did so much research, why not try into this? Correct. And that was how I came into touch with copy machines and you. 
Great. And I think then there was no turning back. Okay. Just like things happened themselves. Great. Things so fell you, into the place. So you started. So after these this couple of months of research that you did, which we supposed to open in New Zealand, but then uh, things turned out that you're going to be staying in India. Uh, you did. I, I remember you did a one. You did a one workshop with us while I was working still at Kapi. Uh, I think it was a two-day or three-day thing. Three-day thing. Three-day uh, training program where we did like a basic of a lot of things. Uh, so that was your first experience in terms of uh, learning about coffee. And then what was next? I actually asked help from a lot of people uh-huh. from among the industry to help me out. Help for what? To guide me. Okay. Since, as you said, I was not in not from a coffee family nobody knew me into the industry i didn't knew from where to start correct how to start correct what to get how to get from correct. where to get correct. what to do correct and i banged just about literally every door in the industry hmm. nobody came forward correct everybody had their own reasons which honestly i can understand now when i think look back mm-hmm. two years down the line and mm-hmm. i understand mm-hmm. But that made me realize I cannot depend upon anybody. Correct. So I went into self-learning mode. Okay. I went to internet and I read just about everything that I could do. Okay. But then it came a time when I realized this is not enough. Okay. So I went to Malaysia. Okay. Uh, for an SCA course. Okay. I did a roasting course. I did a brewing course till intermediate, and I did a sensory course. Till All of it. Yes. Okay. Intermediate. Okay. So I did these three courses, and it was after that I did a small internship in Malaysia itself for okay. the roasting. Okay. And how how long was that internship? It was somewhere around six weeks. Okay. Six to eight weeks. Okay. And then when I came back, I was making my research on how to get into roasting, which roaster to buy. Okay. From where to start in India, and it was then that I came in touch with Sohas, mm-hmm. the owner of Benki Brewing Tools. Correct. And he helped me a lot. I went to his roastery, his place. Mm-hmm. I lived there for fifteen twenty days. Mm-hmm. He, his, uh, the Kayum, mm-hmm. the person who works with Sohas, mm-hmm. Kayum to- taught me a lot about roasting. I just spent there 15 but days. But this was after purchasing the roaster or before purchasing? No, before purchasing, before purchasing the roaster. Okay. Before purchasing the roaster, I spent time with them. I mm-hmm. learned about roasting, learned about brewing, learned about just about everything about coffee. For 15 days, I was just from morning 9 to 6 o'clock in the evening, I was just with them. Mm-hmm. Just in their, you know, their... Uh, Correct. The, the place, place where they're doing... The place they had for the office mm-hmm. and everything, the training and everything. Mm-hmm. I again did... Roasting course from Sohas, brewing, espresso, latte. I just about did everything that you had to offer. Hmm. And to be honest, there are few people I would say who have been very kind to me, mm-hmm. who took my silliest of questions, very idiotic questions, mm-hmm. especially Sohas. Mm-hmm. If I was, if I think of myself, if I am asking those questions to myself, I would end up slapping myself. How can you be so idiotic? Okay. <laughs> but he had the patience to, you know, okay. listen to me and still not slap. <laughs> okay. Nice. Yeah. So, 
that was how it began mm-hmm. and then then you started then you purchased the roster then i purchased the roster mm-hmm. the thing is when i did internship in malaysia i did it on gsen okay so gsen was something that you know i had in my mind mm-hmm. and then when i was doing training with sohal the way he was helping me it made up even more it, of a more easier because i again in malaysia i learned on gsen then again with sohas it was on gsen so i was more comfortable i was more confident doing on gsen rather than going for any other brand okay that's fair enough okay then you decided to buy that roaster right. yes uh but then you also bought the machine yes the uh, the coffee espresso yes. machine Yes. the grinder yes. and and the ek43 uh for the shop grinder so until this time now that you have done your uh, i mean you tried looking for opportunities to learn in india which I mean you could not and then you tried to learn by yourself and you went to malaysia you did your course you did your sca you came back you did the course as well as well and you bought the stuff so even before you bought the machine so before buying anything for seva works okay until this point right from the training that you had with me how much money did you spend just on the learning side of it like an abrupt amount i think i had spent somewhere around 2.2 lakhs just in malaysia 2.5 lakhs inclusive of my expenses Okay. Where I stayed there for my training, two point five lakhs. Okay. Spent some with Kapi. Spent some with Sohas. Didn't charge me because I was. <laughs> I had promised him I would buy it. <laughs> so he was very kind to me. Of course, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then when I was traveling to Bangalore, traveling to every place, I took classes, online class of Scott Rao, okay. where I spent somewhere close to two hundred dollars. Okay. I spent. I bought his books. Mm-hmm. Which was somewhere around seventy dollars. Two books. I bought thirty-five. No, seventy euros. Thirty-five euro each. Each. Okay. Plus shipping. Uh-huh. Then I bought the book of Rob Hughes. I took an online scrap of Rob Hughes. Nice. So I just, pretty I, much. I just, I, I just about did everything that I could do from myself. I. Or I could have done. I yeah. just did just about everything. I. It was only that I wanted to make sure. I had. to be very good at it okay i i knew there was no two ways around that i couldn't be average with it okay and if nobody is helping me then i have to help myself correct so you did everything that is possible to be done yes so i mean now that you speak about it i mean um, i know like scott rao and rob hus for example they're considered to be like the legends in the roasting side of it so you've done their classes you've done the the courses by yourself you've done pretty much everything that is there to be done at least uh, before doing your own thing so you spent about like what 3 4 lakhs around that including the studies including the travel everything maybe maybe more than that even i wow. this is something i didn't keep tabs to be okay. honest this is something that i don't count in my investments <laughs> to that i made for the business okay this, so this is, is just like this is something that i'm spending on myself even if you know even if i wouldn't have become a roaster even if i would not have become started my own roast just started seva works mm-hmm. this was something that was supposed to stay with me okay like something that you wanted to do anyway just as i said from new zealand i was so much engrossed into the coffee i had to do it okay fair enough i had to do it okay so so after learning so much about coffee 
and then finally you decide okay it's time for me to get this done like get the roastery get the roastery set up done by the roaster by the grinders by the machine everything that was another how much of a lump sum expense just say just for the machine and grinder and just the roaster mm-hmm. I think these three would have costed me close close to thirty five lakhs. Thirty five lakhs. Okay. But again, there wasn't any compromise on anything. Correct. I bought the best. But I believe the best roaster that was available. Uh-huh. I bought the best machine that was available. Okay. I have San Remo Cafe Racer. Correct. I bought the best grinder. Okay. PK forty three. Correct. So there wasn't any compromise on anything. Okay. When I'm taking classes from Rob Booster Scott Rob, and there is no compromise in that. I everything that I wanted to do from the start, I wanted to make sure there isn't any compromise. I'm not, you know, compromising on anything, and I'm doing something that is average. Okay. So the best of everything that that you could possibly get, hands on, correct, nice. So in between, getting the roastery set up, so that is getting all your stuff, and. Um, at at that point, were you already sure where you are going to get your green beans from? Uh, like, how much, from where, whom to go and ask for green beans, how to know what price it is? I didn't know the price. Okay. I did take some basic info from Suhas. I did take info from Shravan. Mm-hmm. Shravan helped me a lot too. Correct. Although he's a roaster and he knew I'm... He was one guy as a... If I had to choose... <laughs> If I had to, like, besides Sohas, who also, like, you can say, he helped me that I was buying machines. Nice. But Shavan helped me a lot. Okay. So, Shavan gave me some knowledge about roastery, green beans. And it was just instinctive, you can say, or I knew I had to take, I since I'm dealing with the best thing, I had to take hmm. the beans from the best. Hmm. So, while deciding the beans, I did take samples from seven to eight roasters, mm-hmm. did cupping on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so seven to eight uh, farmers mm-hmm. estates and did cupping from them, did cupping on them. It was then that we decided that we are going to be taking, you know, the Stanmore and the Riverdales. But did you decide it on your own or did you have help no, from somebody? I had, I would did cupping with Sohas. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Sohas and his staff. Fair enough. It was something that wasn't only that they suggested me. I had liked those and I had my heart set out hmm. on what I was supposed to buy. Hmm. It was just that when I was so much new into this, hmm. I needed somebody to say yes to what I was feeling yes. Okay. It just adds to your confidence. Yes, right? it I mean, adds to my confidence. And when I listened, yes, we all, that this one's going well too hmm. for us too. Hmm. It was that I was sure. Okay. I, I had liked the Stanmore naturals a lot mm-hmm. during the cupping mm-hmm. I remember when I was doing cupping other people didn't like it okay and I was like I want to buy this okay and they were like this is very bad this is something that we won't everybody in the cupping didn't like it okay nobody the liked only one you like I was the only one and I and I since I wanted to buy I went ahead with it mm-hmm. and I think fruit sperm is one coffee that people it it has been it has it is the only specially processed coffee from only roaster that is available all the year round not in a nano lot mm-hmm. or a micro lot mm-hmm. and 
I think it has gotten better with time and people have loved it. Fruit Bomb, people still come back saying Fruit Bomb is one of the best, if not the best, they have tried Correct. all the year. Correct. Fruit Bomb and Ahiyam Nuts, these two coffees, I think, put me on the coffee scene. So India. are those both uh, Stanmore Naturals? Yes. No, Honey Nuts is the Stanmore Black Honey. Okay. And the Black Honey was something when I had went to MSV Coffee uh, mm-hmm. during a estate visit. They had made me try some other estate that they own, mm-hmm. Black Honey. And it was like, it was during that time I decided I would be going ahead with Black Honey. Okay. It was just which Black Honey from their which estate. I remember Naveen, uh, Naveen had spoken to me about this particular incident. So I was he, I I I was pretty sure that I'm going to be having it. I was it is something that you know I have this kind of a nature when mm-hmm. I like something, mm-hmm. even if somebody doesn't like, I'm going to go ahead with mm-hmm. it. And black honey was something that I decided way long back, even before cupping. Okay. That I'm going to buy this. This is it, something that I'm this is get black to. honey. I'm going to get okay. no matter what. Okay. So when they sent, I think two or three black honeys. So I was pretty sure one of these coffees I'm going to be getting. <laughs> it was just that which estate I'm going to be getting. Okay. Correct. And they were the only ones who had sent me the black honey. So I was pretty sure I'm going to be getting a black honey. Okay. I had my heart set out on these things. Okay. And luckily I was proven wrong. Honey and nuts and fruit bomb, both the coffees have been now for a year. Correct. And people have just loved them like crazy. And they have put me, uh, they have brought me the love that brought the love to Saverworks. They, these yeah. two coffees, yeah. Saverworks is here because of these two coffees I would say. Not to undermine the river dills and Ratnagiri too. Correct, correct, correct. What was the first coffee that you bought? Stanmore Naturals? Uh, Riverdale Washed. Riverdale Washed. That was the first coffee you bought? Yes. And how much of it did you buy? I think it was somewhere close to 1200 kilos. So that's 1.2 ton. 1.2 ton. And? And this was... I think he had only this much of this lot. And you just like... I would like give this... If he would have had more, maybe I would have bought more and I regret... And, you know, I regret why I didn't buy more because Riverdale is the first coffee that I ran out. You know, uh, that went out of stock. Okay. And if we would have had more, surely I would. So that was Riverdale Naturals? And I must say, I think Mr. Prakashan, Riverdale owner, yeah. very great of him to, you know, trust a person who didn't have much knowledge in the coffee industry to give, share his coffee to me. Okay. He must have seen something that he gave the coffee. He trusted me. And what was it? Like, was it naturals? Washed? Washed. washed. So, plain you washed. would have washed was the first thing. Plain washed, no experimental, no specially processed, just plain washed. Okay. So, that was the first coffee you bought and the first coffee that you bought was 1.2 tons. Yes. Doesn't it take balls to buy that kind of coffee? So, what happened was, I liked that coffee and I called him of how much you have of it. He said mm-hmm. 1.2 and I bought it. And after I hung up the call... And I realized, what have I done? <laughs> Can I be, will I be able to finish this 1.2 ton? And it's like, same thing happened with, you know, okay, with, with the MSP, I, you know, I, I placed an order again with them. Mm-hmm. Once I got started and I got the good response. Mm-hmm. So, even, I think, during June, July, August, I was like, I did bought, did buy extra Riverdale. I might not be able to finish it. Okay. And then, you know, sometimes God is on your side, you know, he made sure I not only finish it, but I, you know, I finish it much before than I'm supposed to be finishing it. Nice. But I mean, all I can think of is like, you know, the moment you purchase 1.2 tons of coffee and you 
hung up the phone i was like what the fuck did i just but do? but it's like you know i knew i like somehow knew if i do the job only you know only fear i had is not that whether i can sell okay. like how will i sell and that is because before 1st of april when we you know started mm-hmm. i can literally count on my fingers of people who knew me in the industry mm. bini mm. sohas mm. paul mm. geetu shravan mm. shravan mm. couple of planters uh, uh, prasanna mm. from halle mm. mr ashok patre ratnagiri riverdale msp mm. I think this was just about it. Mm. No, no barista, no cafe owner, no home brewer. Nobody knew. Correct. Bananda Singh. Nobody knew. Seva Works was came later, but nobody knew even Bananda Singh too. Correct. No barista can you know? No barista knew. No barista mm. knew Seva Works. Mm. No barista knew Bananda Singh too. Mm. Nobody knew me. Okay. So for me, it was like I was entering into something, a very unknown territory. Correct. I could sell that. Okay. that is not a problem but coming from a field who isn't into that you know and then making new contacts that basically was, starting from that, zero that that was something you know that was that used to give me sleepless nights how I'm would sure. i do that i'm sure can it is not about whether i can do this or how can it is just that it you have spent so much money you have spent so much time into it hmm. you doubt yourself hmm. whether you can do it some nights i would sleep very confident mm-hmm. i would crack this mm-hmm. some nights i would not sleep at all mm-hmm. did i do right mm-hmm. did i you know did i make right decision did i buy the right machines i could have saved money here i mm-hmm. could have saved money here i could have done this i could have done that Correct. i might have done wrong here here so these questions you know would not let me sleep and so when you started roasting what was the point or when was it that you thought you know you know what i can do it like i can produce good coffee and i can sell good coffee so during the lockdown as i said i had a e pass for delhi correct so what i did was i did started delivering coffees myself in the beginning correct nobody was giving so in delhi <laughs> so i went to one house to deliver the coffee <laughs> a woman opened up the gate <laughs> and she was like she made a very you know like bad face and she said for 5 years we are only taking coffee from blue tokai hmm. we never ordered coffee from anybody else hmm. i am ordering coffee from you because i don't have any other choice correct and i was like ma'am i am the owner of the company hmm. do share me the feedback hmm. couple of days back, later she messages me we loved that coffee hmm. it is 9 months from now onwards she still ordering she only she only orders my coffee nice she never went to any other roasters nice so when she said that i knew i can do it it is and when you know feedback started coming from not not just the other people mm. some from the industry people some mm. experts who are into the field for you know very long when the feedback started pouring and then you know it was more about they were giving me the confidence and i started pushing myself mm. it was then things falling into place one after another and i was like there was no looking back nice and in this entire uh, journey so far what has been the most constant support that you had my wife yeah 
I think if it wasn't her, I wouldn't have been able to do anything and everything. Saverworks belongs to her. I am the employee. I am the roaster of the company. Just I am the roaster of the company. I am the one who just roasts for Saverworks. Nice. She does everything. The branding, our packaging, yeah. a packaging designed by her, our website designed by her. Oh. Like I think our packaging was something that. created so much i people just ordered our coffees for the you know see our packaging packaging it was very unique nobody in india did that and mm-hmm. it was very classy inside outside okay she did it nice she came up with the idea she did everything nice so i think and she would support me she she has come from another country mm-hmm. to settle in a different culture different religion different mm-hmm. country mm-hmm. and then you know be more of an indian rather than you know an indian <laughs> than an actual indian uh, and, and, and so support me you know never never say you can't do mm-hmm. she was there you know when i was having having those sleepless nights she would have it along with me nice so i mean she happens to be here with us uh, during the recording of this podcast uh, so how did you guys meet <laughs> better let मैरिज Okay. We happened to meet. Nice. It was it like love at first sight? No, so. not the love at first sight. <laughs> not the love at first sight, but it was more of you know. You met and then you, you discovered it. Yes. Nice. So she is the biggest part of your work. Yes, she is. Yeah. As I said, I'm just a I'm just an employee. She can hire just another roaster and run the same works, but I can't hire another buddy and run the same works. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think that's gonna work either way. But yeah. Yes. Nice. And another question: so all of these interesting names for your coffees, which is which creates this buzz every time. I remember in every group that I am a part of, or every time I open up an Instagram. Uh, and and you see a new coffee coming up you have this very interesting names whether it is the professor whether it is heisenberg whether it is uh, boss's wife the blend that you made whether it is honey am nuts or the latest from the top talk who comes up with these interesting names hi yeah you do yes this i would take the credit it's only me and i have the i think another 20 names ready for the next 20 coffees oh sweet <laughs> seriously nice and each are as good as the previous one it's just that i started i think the boss's wife was something that i wanted to do actually the story written for the boss's wife is somewhat true what is know? the story for so the, the story is when we were like you know dating uh-huh. so i was i would ask her if you were a coffee what would you be this 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 was just this you know this was you know we were having a conversation and it, it started as a joke okay because we were talking about something related to new zealand uh-huh. and i just asked her it was completely a joke and she she said i would be an espresso okay which has to be you know smooth okay. you know that blends it with everybody say milk and tonic water it blends it with everybody okay and i would rather be a sweet okay. not bitter okay 
so boss's wife came from that so i knew i had to name one coffee after her because she is the you know the person behind everything mm-hmm. must, yeah. must she has supported me mm-hmm. and since i'm keeping one so i thought why not with the other coffees okay why i have to you know follow the norms everybody keeps the coffee with their state's names mm. the place from not to say that i didn't give you know the credit to their states but you do give i mean yes. you do mention where the coffee is from yes and yeah. i do give this is that i wanted to not be like everybody else okay Different. i wanted to create a space for my own mm-hmm. create a space for my brand silverworks mm-hmm. so honey am nuts was because it was black honey it's honey it had little nutty so honey am nuts okay. fruit bomb came from because it's a fruity coffee so okay. it's a it's a bomb of fruits okay but then you know i had not thought of any other name after that i was supposed to you know i hadn't planned any coffee after that too. okay then when this nanolot started to come heisenberg was given base just because of you know mr prakashan being an experimental person mm-hmm. experimental experimenting with the you know the coffees coming up with some unique processes correct. fermentations correct so heisenberg was that okay professor was because mr ashok patre is the professor i would say mm-hmm. people go other farmers go and you know look up to him learn from him how to you know how do you do how do you process this yeah. coffee how do you ferment the coffee they learn from him and he shares his information yeah. with everybody yeah they doesn't think he might become a competitor or something correct, like that correct. so he he is that gen- generous nice pinanas was i think pineapple In and you had a for pinyanas you had a collaboration with uh, uh, Mr. Anish of Swami or Swami yes what is the best name that you have for your coffee so far so far not for what's coming but so far I would say boss's wife yeah and that is something that has a personal touch okay and I'm pretty sure nobody can come with something like that <laughs> you know sweet so boss's wife I every every name I think I think Heisenberg the buzz that Heisenberg created I don't think anybody could have ever come close to that mm-hmm. Heisenberg was something the buzz that Heisenberg ended up creating I remember people messaging you know us from where do you come up with that kind of names so Yeah because I, it was so interesting so Heisenberg, new Heisenberg like, yes Heisenberg it was something it's like a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. I would say Yeah Now you are how many months in like about 9 months 9 months completed and we are into the 10th month first yeah. week of 10th month first week of 10th month uh, that you are with the the start of january uh, what are the plans for save work like what are the future plans first will to be as consistent as we have been mm-hmm. no compromise on the quality mm-hmm. increase our lineup of the coffees next year okay mm-hmm. don't be greedy <laughs> <laughs> so when you say don't be greedy what exactly do you mean uh don't be greedy in the sense when you look at other brands uh-huh. some of the bigger brands uh-huh. because i've heard this same sentence by another gentleman i'll tell you whom but uh, so yeah. when you say when you see other brands uh-huh. who are like you know who have good who are good on marketing uh-huh. who have the fundings uh-huh. we don't have any funding we are operating on our own mm-hmm. so who have fundings who have a bigger lineup of the coffees who mm-hmm. have a better name than us mm-hmm. don't be like them but be 
like us we like savor works okay focus on the quality focus on the coffee that you're putting out it has to be best okay. it that not put out any coffee just for the sake because everybody else is having mm-hmm. you no know, more coffees and you start to put out more coffees just because everybody else is having mm-hmm. put only that is that you that i would consider can you know can in, instead of putting out 10 just put out one but it has to be it has to be the top dog okay <laughs> nice nice pragita so the the other gentleman um, whom i have heard saying the sentence uh, was mr neeraj from curious so i remember once i spoke to him uh, and and i don't know we were talking about i haven't ever interacted with neeraj actually to be honest yeah. but i'm a huge fan of his coffees yeah i look up to curious life yeah i mean his coffee is amazing i yeah. before i started if i had to set up a benchmark it had to be curious i have looked up to curious as i said i've never interacted with you know mm-hmm. uh, mr neeraj yeah. but i'm a huge 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 fan of his coffees yeah huge fan yeah he mentioned the same thing i mean not being greedy because he wanted to really 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 focus on the consistency of coffee yes, that he consistency has. is something that i pride myself on yeah i true. honestly pride myself on the consistency okay i make sure everything that is going out is only the best if it is not i prefer to throw it away than to send then it out. you know then just to make money and send it out i would prefer taking a loss but okay. then just sending it out i have done that many times i don't ever ever push out anything that is that doesn't meet my standards uh, i'm not so sure how much of you would know that i how many roasters have done that in india how many roasters do that i have heard of blue tokai but i have not heard of anybody else mm-hmm. everybody say like cupping is the best thing for me, for the consistency every roaster say we do that every mm-hmm. roast which they must be doing i believe mm-hmm. we do too but we do have an extra tool a color meter correct which was bought for 1.5 lakhs from america mm-hmm. every roast gets evaluated from the roast right roast right yeah every roast after that we go to the cupping and we make sure everything is spot on there is not a you know a point one difference to it will go out only if it is the best if it is not if there is something that i believe people would talk about my inconsistency i would not push it out ever ever so for those people who would not know what a roast right is could you explain that to it's a color meter it mes- it measures the color of a roasted bean mm-hmm. and both beans and the ground coffee and it measures the color of the ground coffee too mm-hmm. so when i uh, when i did the roasting uh, course in malaysia mm-hmm. they you know use taught me how to use the and the coffee has to fall in between it you know a part, you know a specific spread between there has to be a specific spread between the roasted coffee and the ground coffee Mm-hmm. like the beans the, and the ground coffee yes the difference cannot be huge there is you know a range that is given mm-hmm. it If has you, to be in that parameter yes, it has to be in that parameter to make sure you know you're getting the consistent and you know the be- it shows it just shows you first you consistent also the bean is cooked from inside correct it is k- cooking like a meat mm-hmm. i would say when you cook a, any food any you know vegetable it is cooked from outside but not cooked from inside correct same goes with the roasted coffee correct it has to be cooked from inside to you know the flavors to develop correct 
the characteristics of the copy to come out mm-hmm. and it helps me evaluate that too i know i am doing right mm-hmm. if batch on batch roast after roast i'm getting the same result correct it might not be exact but plus minus 1 is something a range i have given leeway leeway i have given to myself mm-hmm. but anything above that there is a net so this instrument uh, when it when it uh, measures the color or when it uh, when it is basing trying to see what color the beans are roasted it associate associates the color to a number yes correct and then you fall between that range so that you know yes. okay you and it also helps me evaluate say my top dog has a number of 67 for the whole bean mm-hmm. so it helps me evaluate on a scs standard to call it a light or a medium or a light medium or a dark say fair enough for every roaster every roaster has their own definition of a light medium and a dark roast there Correct. isn't a standardized definition Correct. for what is light to me might be a medium to some else or mm-hmm. some some dark to somebody else mm-hmm. so there isn't a standardized definition Correct. some people define it on a end temperatures some people define it on a roast time everybody has their own you know Correct. but i tend to define it on a scs standard based upon the color meter reading Correct. it is similar to the electron uh, agatron agatron meter yes nice cool so you you're taking all the precautions to make sure that every batch of coffee that you're making or you're producing is yes. consistent as yes as possible so now that you have the roastery setup you have the uh, machine you have grinders and everything is a cafe in the making yes yeah so are we like hoping to see seoworks coffee or cafe somewhere soon yes nice that's that's an amazing that news ice cream plan again i said if i spent so much time on the coffee i'd spend a lot of time on the ice cream too yeah and that is ice cream is the first love i'd say okay. coffee is the fourth love <laughs> okay coffee is the fourth love so coffee now, is not coffee is not what i intended to love okay is the ice cream so if if, if you are, look at that then i mean i mean the coffee is this great i mean i'm sure the ice cream is going to be very amazing hopefully then. yeah So you have so I mean I remember the first time we met you had mentioned that you want to uh, like bring a concept of ice cream and I remember that was your idea in your head and then you wanted to do coffee So we have I have always been you know I don't want to follow what others do I don't want to be normal mm-hmm. I want to mix art mm-hmm. with everything that I do Correct Even our tagline says where passion meets art Correct our packaging has an art in it our absolutely coffee names you know are something that i believe mm-hmm. that I, the same thing would happen with anything else that i would do it would not be just an ice cream it is we i want to change the peop you know the thinking of the people how you see an ice cream how you see an ice coffee mm-hmm. you see just don't see a coffee as a coffee the same thing would go for the you know the other things that i would put out say everything you know has to have an you know something art in it okay so art is like a big big yes. part of what you be doing fair enough and uh, so now that we spoken about the journey so far in terms of how you became a roaster who has been doing everything for consistent roasting do you also look at it as like a business uh that you're doing wherein you also calculate okay i have invested so much money into it 
uh, will I be able to get my return on the investment? Do you look at it that intensely? Honestly, if I have, it might sound like, mm-hmm. but till now, nine months into this business, ten months mm-hmm. start, I haven't ever calculated the profit for a single month. Okay. I haven't looked how much money I've made and how much return on investment I'm getting. Okay. Fun, and I would be very honest. I'm not lying on it. Okay. I for me, for now, it's only the you know the name, the respect that I'm getting. Okay. People say SavoWorks coffee is good. Mm. People say what comes out from SavoWorks is good, mm. and I'm happy with that. But that's a big compliment. I, I'm I'm happy with that. Mm. I don't I don't calculate how much I'm earning, mm. how much money I've earned from this equipment how mm-hmm. much money i've earned from this coffee how much total money i've earned in a month i haven't okay and i can swear i can vouch on that okay i for me only thing that keeps me happy going to bed somebody praised my coffee in a day somebody said i liked it this is something i'm not getting from everybody mm-hmm. anybody else mm-hmm. i really like what you people are doing mm-hmm. i really you know this is something different that you are doing mm-hmm. and, and this is, is this is what I'm living for. You can say. Makes sense. This is what I'm living, living for. Makes sense. Absolutely. And this is what I want to continue. Okay, very nice. Uh, I mean, that's amazing. Now that you are a roaster, let's say tomorrow if somebody comes up to you and says, "I want to learn roasting," what would you do? I think I'd help the one guy. Okay. I wouldn't want to take any name. Fair enough. I wouldn't want to take any name. But I've helped somebody. Mm-hmm. I, as I said, nobody helped me. Yeah. But but I had thought in my mind, if somebody comes up to me, yeah. I would help. Okay. But having said that, when I say I, when I said I said it in the beginning, I when I look back, I realize the reasons why they didn't help me. Mm-hmm. The same would apply to me. Mm-hmm. I would help somebody only if I feel that guy or you know that guy or girl. You know, isn't going to be, you know, as I said, it has to be about respect. Okay. First thing come respect. You're giving that to me, you give respect to me, you take anything from me. Mm-hmm. When enough. it comes to money, then I think I won't, okay. to be honest. Okay. But yes, when it comes to respect, mm-hmm. when it comes to respect, I'm all about it. Right. You give me respect and I'm, I would give you everything I have. Nice. So any, any, uh, advice to I don't know to somebody out there who might be listening to this right now no shortcuts <laughs> so when you say no shortcuts yeah. uh, like do everything that you can yes research just that everything don't be in a hurry I okay. would say okay. like don't do just because others are doing okay fair enough just others are doing just you know don't look at others, don't look at other house, what's inside that house, you know. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, they say things look good from outside, you yeah. don't know what's inside the house. Correct. So don't just do because others are doing. Okay. Do because you're satisfied, because you want, you know, you are confident of doing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't confident, not to say that I was confident when I started mm-hmm. the roasting. But, you know, do something that you know it can happen or just don't put out something that you don't know how it will work or you don't put out something just because other is doing and I 
don't be in a rat race i would say correct don't be in a rat race do your research do your do, do you do your work and if you're confident yes go for it yes and if not then you know just hold on don't just you know put out anything that maybe say other roster did hmm. if i don't do i would be you know i would be left behind okay i i don't do that to okay. be honest okay i don't do that Sweet. and this is something that i can advise nice and if anybody wants to get in touch with you what's the best way i think i'm very open on instagram i'm very active on even the sevo works page uh-huh. me and my wife still handle it we are a small brand <laughs> so we handle it ourselves uh-huh. so you can get in touch with us there you can get in touch with personal instagram account anywhere and i'm pretty active there absolutely great thank you very much i think this was i think definitely this was a lot more insightful than i thought it would be um, and, and 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 i'm very sure it would help a lot of people and also i mean it would be really really amazing that people would be able to now listen to your story now would relate to more with save works that they did before it would give encourage people who are not even from the coffee industry Correct. not to be scared yeah. you just have to you know believe in yourself yeah. that you can do yeah. then you, you could talk. be the next top dog it <laughs> was we could be the next top dog nice thank you very much and, and that's going to be the end of this episode and remember let's make coffee simple